Hey family, here we are. Another day, another opportunity to live in our purpose. I hope that uh, you are doing well. If you are listening for the first time, this podcast is aimed to propel you towards your God-given purpose, meaning, and calling. And uh, I would just ask that if if this is your first time or if this is uh, something that you've been listening to for a while, if you would just hit that subscribe button and and it really just helps you get notified whenever we come out with a new weekly message. Um, I would also ask on any platform that you're on, if you could please rate and review if this has brought uh, brought you value in any way, um, it's been it's been great to to read all of the comments so far, and, and I'm so appreciative. And and last but not least, if you would would share this, you know, one of the things that we we like to say here is that as leaders, we want to to fill ourselves up, but it means nothing if you don't pour yourselves out. So you can find my uh, my Instagram in the bio. You can tag me. Um, but we, we would love to get this in the hands of people who may need this the most. So yes, yeah, subscribe, rate, review, and share. Um, and, and we're going to get right into it. So one of the things that I aim to do with this podcast is to, to kind of get, you know, kind of get into what purpose really means on an everyday basis. I said this kind of, I think in the, in the first episode that, you know, what we do now, especially with the selling of books, you know, with, with leadership development and, and anything that we, we talk about purpose, it tends to be glamorized or talked about in this light where it is so easy. You have to attain it. And when you do, you're going to reap all of these benefits. But in actuality, it is, it is, a, it is a tough thing to go through. It's a day-to-day grind, right? And I, I want to give you some examples of of what brought me to a place of fulfillment. I'm, I'm in a happy place. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm in a in a place where I feel that I I am where I need to be to to impact people in a positive way. But I'll be honest, it took me a while to get here. And I was reading this quote that really stuck to me. It was in a John Maxwell book. It says, every successful person was somebody who failed, but who did not consider themselves a failure. And as I think about purpose in my own life, failure has a big, uh, an, a big impact on, on who I am today. I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing if I wasn't um, someone who learned from failure. But I'll be honest with you, that's not something that I learned overnight. I, especially in my younger years, didn't deal with failure in a way that was conducive for me to live a life of purpose. And I want to give you an example of of how I viewed failure early on um, in my early 20s and what that did to me. And not only did it affect um, my my mental, my emotional, my spiritual, it affected me physically. It, it really was something that affected every area of my life. I told you, I think it was last episode, that that I was a, a baseball player and you know, as I moved to Florida as a young kid, I started to develop my talents and um, was was an area where as I got into maybe the later years of high school, I realized, well, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I could go to a good college. And then at that point, all that consumes you is making it to the league. Right. You know, uh, I, I wanted to 
be somebody who made a lot of money, who was playing on TV and, you know, got recruited to a lot of great schools, ended up going to Vanderbilt University under Tim Corbin, in my opinion, the epitome epitome of, of coaching and mentorship. And and so everything leads up to this moment where I'm, I'm going into school freshman year thinking that, oh, man, I'm going to get the starting position as the catcher. I'm going to I'm going to really um get myself out there and, and by junior year I'll get drafted and all of these different things, right? Um but but in actuality my perception versus reality was way off. I, I as someone who came into college not ready, not prepared. Um, you know, my senior year was a very um very, very bad uh mental senior year where I kind of was laxed. I, I had this this um entitlement to me. So when I came into my freshman year of college, I just wasn't ready. I was playing against grown men who were about to go play professional ball. And, and, um, I realized that very quickly that I was not ready. And long story short, this snowball effect where, you know, lack of confidence mixed with missing home, mixed with not performing on the baseball field, just, just compiled. And, and I wasn't doing good in school. I was kind of, um, I was kind of distancing myself from from my parents and with things that I was dealing with and not having an outlet and and long story short as I got to my sophomore year I found that baseball was something that I no longer wanted to do right so think about this for 10 plus years um going into my my freshman year all I wanted to do was be a baseball player and then a year later it was as if it was stripped away where it was like, I have no passion, desire. I'm not good at this anymore. And I dealt with an identity crisis. And I remember sitting in the the office of Tim Corbin, looking, looking at him and saying, I don't think I want this anymore. And I'm just crying and I'm, and I'm, I'm bawling because this is the first time that I feel like a failure. And in my mind, I got to think of, I'm thinking of all the phone calls I'm going to have to make back home. When I go back home, I'm going to have to tell every single person I'm not playing anymore. And the hardest thing that I had to do is call my little brother on the phone and tell him, hey, bud, I'm, 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 I'm not playing anymore. And I remember he was just, he was just distraught. He was broken. And I remember listening to him on the phone cry, me not trying to cry and, and to be strong, but Long story short, it my world crumbled around me. I failed for the first time in my life. And I'll be honest with you, I did not know how to handle it. Because it wasn't as if I I failed at baseball and it was this isolated incident. No, no, no. I failed at life. I am a failure. I personalized it. It, it was me. Nate is a failure. And over the course of four to five years with that mindset, with coming back home and having to, I felt like every day have a conversation of, no, I'm not a baseball player anymore. No, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. No, I, I, I don't know what I'm, um, what I'm studying and why I'm studying it. For four to five years, I dealt with this mindset of me being a failure and it affected my relationship with God, where all I did was ask why, 
Why would you give me this passion? Why would you want me um, to go to this great school only to take it all away? So I started to just question, question my faith, question God. I started to e- emotionally distance myself from people that I love the most. Um, physically, I um, I began to uh, emotionally eat and into uh into really get into the space where where physically I was I was going downhill emotionally um I I struggled connecting with people so in every area of my life this failure of, of baseball affected me and, and 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 I don't know when things began to shift or begin to change but at one point I realized that I can no longer define myself by my failure. I can no longer say just because I didn't become a baseball player, that doesn't mean that um, there's still not a purpose in my life. There's still not something that I can work towards. And, and, and I began to use it as a learning opportunity rather than something that I, I, I continue to feel sorry for myself about. In, in in actuality, what sports is, it's is a metaphor for life, right? Even the the best athletes, the Kobe Bryant's, the Michael Jordans, the Derek Jeters, the individuals who are at the top of their game, most of the time they are going to fail. And really the the question is, is how are they going to respond to that failure? And that's that's the story of life. Every day we are faced with moments where we may fail. What are you going to do with that opportunity? As a 21, 22 year old, I didn't have the capacity to understand that that failure was an opportunity for me to grow. It took me four to five years of being in a dark place of having people um, that reached out and uh, surrounded me and encouraged and inspired me, but most importantly, they challenged me. Hey, you got to get up. You're not a you're not a failure. This was just one area of your life. You you have still more to offer. People walked alongside me. They they lifted me up, and then I started to place my identity in things outside of my gifts and talents. I talked about that last week, but we got we got to we got to touch on that when we're talking about purpose. You are not the talent. You are not the failure. You are not the, the, um, the, the thing that you messed up on. Your last failure doesn't define you. And that's what, that's what I had to understand because, and here's the thing, because I wasn't going to stop failing. I was going to continue to fail and continue to fail and from that time I can I failed as a baseball player at 21 years old to now at 30 I I failed so much. I failed in a master's program where I failed out and and I dropped out. I've failed as a husband, I failed as a youth pastor, I failed as a, as an employee, I failed as a brother. There's so many different ways that I have failed. But now I look at failure as an opportunity to learn. Now failure doesn't get me to the point where I, I question my whole life and my identity because I realize, okay, I didn't, I didn't hit this goal, 
I didn't get the result that I wanted to, that doesn't mean that, that I as an individual am a failure. And I don't know, I don't know who needs to hear this in this moment, but there are things that, that you have may have dreamed there of there are uh, of visions or ideas of, of who you wanted to be and what you wanted to accomplish. And, and, it, and you didn't meet that bar yet. And just because you didn't, that doesn't mean life stops. And, and that's one thing that I get afraid with, with this generation, this new generation that's coming up and, and kids that I've seen where they, they may say, I want to be a doctor or I, I want to get into this business or I want to get into school and, and they fail a couple classes or they, they don't get into the school that they wanted to or the program that they wanted to. And then they just stop and they say, you know, it, it maybe wasn't just meant for me. And no, no, maybe you got to keep on going. If this is something that you really want, don't let failure stop you. Don't let failure stop you from accomplishing or living in your purpose because failure is not going to stop. You are going to continue to fail and to fail. But what are you going to do with that failure? And I want to offer you some some ideas, some recommendations on what to do next time you fail. If any of you have ever owned a camera like a, a Nikon, not just, not one of them, them cameras that you buy from Walgreens that you throw away, like a, a, a legit camera, if you've seen one, you know that you have an opportunity to take different lenses and put it on that camera and attach it, right? And each one of those lens has a, has a different function. I want you to look at life through two different lenses when you fail. There's the wide lens. And then there's the long lens. The long lens is going to be you asking this question, this this reflection question. How will I view this situation in six months? How will I view this failure six months from now? Is it something that is going to deter me from my purpose? Or is it something that's going to make me work harder the next time? And then when I take that lens off and I put on the wide lens, let me say, let me, let me ask myself, regardless of the outcome, how am I going to grow from this situation? Even if I never uh, hit that goal, or even if I keep on failing, what am I going to learn from that? And, and odds are, if you are failing time and time again, doing the same thing and not switching up pivoting, adjusting something, then that may be on you. That may be on a lack of evaluation or self-awareness because I'm, if I'm failing over and over at the same thing and I'm not changing um, my perspective, changing the way that I'm attacking this, that's shame on me, right? I could look back on my, my baseball career and say, you know what? I didn't invest in in myself enough at that time. I leaned back and I and I thought I, I had all this talent. And then when I got to the point where I was playing against the big boys and I saw the work that they put in, I wasn't ready. That was on me. That wasn't on God. That wasn't on on my coaches. That was my fault. And and that's what I do as well now when I fail. I take ownership. When I failed that that master's program um, at 24 years old, that was my fault for not being ready for 
prioritizing other things in my study. And guess what? Now I, I am in a doctoral program. I'm, I'm aiming to get my PhD and I learned from the failures that I had in my master's. I didn't let that control me. I didn't say, wow, I, I, man, I I failed those two classes. So maybe I'm not meant to go to school. No, it, it was, it was me. There were some things that I had to work out in myself that would prepare me for greatness later. Maybe you weren't ready for that. Maybe it wasn't the season. Maybe you didn't have the capacity to complete that task at that time, but give yourself some moments of maturity and see what you can do in two to three years later. Um, I, I am, I'm currently, I got this new obsession and it's, it's CrossFit, right? So two years ago, here's another thing that I failed at. Two years ago, we joined a CrossFit gym and we liked it for like the first two months and then we just stopped going. We were paying for a membership, stopped going and we just, we stopped for two years. And then I said, you know what, this year I am going to invest in my health more than I've ever done before. So I joined that CrossFit gym and for the first two weeks, I failed so bad. I was hurting. I, I, I literally couldn't walk for like days. My cardio was, was so low. I, I couldn't run. There's like 65, 70 year old. I'm, I'm not kidding. Older people running laps around me. I failed and I failed, but I kept coming back and I got better. And over time I got stronger. And you know what? Even though now it's been a month and I'm stronger than I was four weeks ago, I'm still failing. But there's something about that failure that keeps bringing me back. There's something about that challenge that, that within me says, I got to go and I have to accomplish this. See, my perspective has changed. I no longer internalize the failure and make it personal, but instead I say, okay, what am I going to do to make this work? Some of y'all need that attitude. Some of, all, some of y'all need to say, I have failed long enough in this area of my life. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to figure out what's causing this, the root, and I am going to fix it. I'm going to work towards, and guess what? It may not happen tomorrow. It may take six months for you to figure that out, but don't stop. Don't stop. Man, I'm fired up this morning. I don't know if you can tell. I am fired up because I know how powerful a shift in your mindset could be. See, the difference between the pessimist and the optimist is a mindset. They're facing the same situation, the same circumstance, but the optimist is viewing it with hope. And the pessimist is internalizing and saying, it's my fault. There's nothing that I can change. This will always last. It's going to bleed into every area of my life. But the optimist is saying, no, 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 no. Some things are out of my control. You know what? Um... This may just be a season of my life where things are just not working out, but it will get better. And, and I'm here to tell you, you may for 20 years been having this negative trash mindset. And it's something that you have learned through your experiences. You may have learned it from a family member. But 
something that you learn, you could unlearn. If I learned this perspective for 20 years of my life, I have to take ownership and say, not anymore. I'm no longer going to look at failure as something that was personal, but I'm going to learn from my failure. Oh man, this could be something that we go on for for days. I want to encourage you today. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you failed at in the past, but you are not your failure. And I hope today you can take a moment and say that over yourself. I am not my past. I am not my experiences. I'm not my failures. I can continue to grow. This is a very important concept when we're walking in our purpose. It won't be easy. It'll be hard. It'll be work. But guys, let me tell you, it is worth it. I can't wait to hear from you. I hope you have an amazing week. If you need anything, let me know. God bless and until next time.